Happy Transforming Tuesday, Queens. This is your girl, once again, Tanya B. Ratliff, coming to you on today with another episode of the Unrestricted Woman Podcast. Listen, you already know how we do this. I want you to take a moment, grab your pen, your journal, your favorite beverage, and I want you to come back, settle in, hunker down, and prepare yourself for some unrestricted conversation. I'll see you in five, four, three, two, one. We're back and I'm ready to start this conversation. I know it's been a moment since I have had the opportunity to stop by and chat with you, but we have been in a place of utter devastation. Yes. About two weeks ago on August the 29th, Louisiana was inundated by Hurricane Ida. As a result, we were without power without internet, without phone service for a period of at least seven days. And some parts of Louisiana are still trying to put the pieces of their life back together in order to start afresh, to build again, and to start anew. And it's so amazing that I am coming back today in the midst of everything that has transpired and everything that I've gone through personally and those that are connected to me have experienced, it's it's refreshing to know that even in the midst of what looks like defeat, even in what looks like loss, even in what may seem to some as being unrepairable, that you still have the power to start over, to rebuild, and to rebirth. And so on today's episode, I am talking about from progressing to possessing, from progressing to possessing. And uh, even as I was uh, preparing the content for today, I literally begin to also hear the word preparation. So on today, we're going to talk about preparation, progressing, and possessing. But we'll focus on the latter, which is progressing to possessing. Yes, yes. In this season, it is the will of the Father for us to move from a place of progression to a place of possessing. Yes, this morning, as I was back on my routine of of walking to get healthy, to get kingdom fit, so I'm able to complete my mandate in the earth. As I was walking my laps this morning, about the third lap around, it began to drizzle. And immediately I said to myself, oh no, Uh, let's just cut this workout short and let's just decide if we are going to come in after work and, and get on the treadmill. But of course, as I was thinking I was going to stop the workout, I heard a little voice remind me like the little engine that could that 
told me to keep going, keep going. And by the time I finished, I had walked almost two miles and I had done almost seven laps. Yes, yes. Why? Because I did not just want to progress, but I wanted to possess. Yes, my mindset in this season is possessing a better version of me, becoming a better version of me. Yes, possessing um, a, a lower weight, possessing uh, a better better lifestyle, eating habits, a lot of things that, that I've employed in the past that have led me to want to change some things because it's about possessing. I, I really want to live longer. So I want to have a longer life. I don't want to die prematurely. So as a result, I had to make a conscious decision that guess what? It was time for me to guess what? To ramp it up, to build up, to dig a little bit deeper. And in our episode on today, I really want to talk to you about how do you move to the next step? How, how do you take it up a notch? Listen, at 111 degrees, water is just warm at 111 degrees. But if you turn the heat up, if you turn the fire up on that water, just one degree to 112 degrees, the water begins to boil. So my question to you, what areas in your life do you need to dial it up? You need to turn it up. You need to tune it up in order for you to reach your maximum potential. This is the season to move from progressing to possessing. Let's move a little bit further in this conversation. I'm so excited about our topic on today. We're talking about from progressing to possessing. So last week was a very pivotal moment for many of us. What do you mean? Last week on September the 6th, we celebrated the entrance of the new year. Yes, I celebrate Rosh Hashanah. I, I celebrate the Jewish New Year. My life is governed by the Hebraic calendar, not the Gregorian calendar. So on the Hebraic calendar, the new year starts September the 6th. It's the head of the new year. So in my publishing company, I began to tell individuals who reached out to me starting maybe in May and June that I was literally booked for the year because basically my new year would start in September, but they were thinking, oh, my new year does not start in January. So we are already off to a new start, a new beginning and, and the new month uh, in our business and in, in ministry. So as I was preparing my goals, our our goals for ministry, our goals for business, our goals personally and, and financially, as my husband and I sat down and we began to talk about those goals, one thing that we found in common was it 
was time for us to build better and to build bigger. Let me say that again. In our personal life, in ministry, and in business, the time has come for us to build better and to build bigger. I was driving the day a few days maybe after the storm and I was listening to the president of the United States who had come to Louisiana to view the devastation. And one thing he said really struck a chord on the inside of me. He began to talk about infrastructure. Infrastructure is a very important word. He talked about how the previous infrastructure pre-Ida was unable to handle the wind speed of the storm. The winds were up to 130 miles. So the infrastructure, how Louisiana is built, electrical, um, telephone lines, cable lines, they were not built to withstand that much wind. And he began to say, if we are going to remedy this situation where we're continuing, see, we will continue to see devastating storms of this magnitude in Louisiana because it's the climate, it's the atmosphere. But one thing he said was, because the hurricanes will not stop coming, we must begin to build better and build infrastructures that will be able to withstand the power and the speed of the wind. And he began to talk about how we must put the electrical cords, the electrical wiring underground. The wiring has to go underground. We have to begin to build infrastructures that will be able to withstand the vicissitudes that are coming up against it. And so as he began to say, it's time to build better, I begin to think about areas in my life where I need to build better. And I begin to ask the tough questions. I, I begin to say, okay, how do I need to build better in ministry? I begin to look at current practices and protocols and, and, and current mindsets. And I begin to say, what's working? What do I need to change? What, where do I need to upgrade? I also ask these same questions in my business and in my personal life. As a result of the answers I received from doing the initial evaluation and assessment, I learned that there were some areas that I needed to build better. If I wanted to reach more clients, I needed to be more visible. I needed to change the way I present content. I needed to scale up my prices. All of these modifications would cause my business to be better. But not only that, I was challenged to build bigger, to go beyond my current place. Why? Because I mastered 
where I currently am. Once you master a place, don't become comfortable remaining in that place. But your next goal is to expand, to broaden, to stretch out, to widen. The time has come for us to move from progressing to possessing. Let's go a little bit deeper in this conversation. I want to talk specifically at this point about three words. I want to talk about preparing, progressing, and possessing. Before we can even move towards progressing and possessing, we must first ensure that we are prepared What do you mean prepared? Prepared to do the work, prepared to face challenges, prepared to move forward, prepared um, to just really walk out the journey that is required to possess what we have been called to possess. What do you mean? For instance, in, in my business, I began five years ago publishing books. When I initially began publishing books, it was not for profit or for gain. It was simply to help individuals who needed assistance in publishing their books. So I did not start out with the intent of publishing books to be a business. It was just something that I did in my spare time because I enjoyed it. There came a point in 2020 where God reminded me that this was a part of my mandate and that he had called me to the mountain of media, being books, television, radio, what I'm doing right now, podcast, because it's through these modalities that we're able to impact lives. So from 2016 up until 2020, I was publishing books, but not for profit. I would receive compensation for publishing the books. But I do remember there was one particular season where I actually stopped publishing books and I I really said that I was not going to do it anymore because I had a bad incident to happen with with a client that caused me to just say, you know what, I'm done, I'm finished, I'm through. But when God called me to go forward and open my publishing company, there had to be a time of preparation. And and even right now, in order for me to possess to that level where he's calling me, preparation is needed. I recently enrolled in a coaching program and, and, and I got a business coach, a publishing coach, to help me get to that place of possession. What what do you mean possession? I never imagined that one day I would want 
to be able to publish books on a major scale, on a larger scale. But in order to get to that place, preparation had to take place. In order for me to get to where I am right now in my public publishing company, I had to do some preparing. I had to do some work on the front end. I'm doing the work as I go along. There, there never comes a point and a time that you stop preparing. You're always preparing for what's to come. It's a part of the process. But we cannot expect to reach our full-blown potential if we have not done the prep work. Think about it. When you think about cooking, before you can actually start putting the food on the stove, preparation has to go into it. For instance, on tonight, I made some rice green beans, and I baked some chicken. Before I could put the meal on the table for my family to eat, before I could put the the chicken in the oven, before I could cook the green beans, there was preparation needed in order for the food to come out to the state where it was edible. I had to wash the chicken. Then I had to season the chicken. Next, I had to grease the pan. Then I had to place the chicken on the pan. I added my seasoning and added some water and I slid it in the oven. So there was prep time involved to get the end result. And if we are going to see the end result that we have been promised We must know that preparation is key. And I often say this, and I know you've heard it before, that oftentimes we don't plan to fail. We just fail to plan. But I promise you, when you do the prep work, when you do the preceding, you will see the proceeding. So preparation is the first step in possessing. What do you need to begin to prepare? What areas in your life do you need to start prepping for where you are trying to build, what you're trying to build, where you're trying to build, what preparation is needed in order for you to move forward? The next word I want to talk about is progressing. Once we have completed the prep work, we have completed the initial analysis of what we are endeavoring to accomplish, then we are able to progress. For instance, I will use the same example I used previously uh, with cooking. Before I could proceed to place the chicken in the oven to bake, I had to do a time of prepping the chicken. I had to prep the chicken. 
There were steps that I had to implore in order to cook the chicken in the oven. I could not just take the chicken out of the pack and slap it in the oven. There was a process and that process was preparing it to go into the oven. And if we are going to to birth anything, build anything, there must be a time of preparation. But once the preparation has been completed, you can move towards progression. Preparation takes the excess toil out of progressing. When you do what's required up front, once you begin to go into proceeding or progression, you can just begin to move and to flow because you've already placed certain criteria and requirements. You've already placed them or put them in position. So now you can proceed. And so many of us are in the season of progressing. We're progressing towards, we're moving towards the goal. Each step that we take, it's a notch on our tool belt. It's a peg on the board. It's a a check mark on the list saying, I've covered this. I've I've moved from this. This has been completed. So now I can move to the next agenda item. It's just like with a blueprint. When an architect draws the blueprint and the blueprint is given to the builder, there are certain steps that must be followed to ensure that the house is built to code. So they lay the foundation. Next, they put the frame up. Next, they put the roof on. Then they put the windows in. Now they start working on the inside. They put the sheetrock. So they, as they finish one task, they move towards or progress towards the next process wire. Because these are the steps in the process that are required to see the result that you are expecting. And so as we progress, as we move towards, as we maneuver towards where we are called to go, we begin to make progress And as that progress continues, eventually we will find ourselves at a place of finality, at a place of completion. But I heard the Holy Spirit say to me on today, many of us must move towards possession. What is possession? Move towards completion. Move towards finishing. Move towards the end, possession, possession. You are progressing, but it's time to go further. It's time to dig deeper. It's time to expand. It's time to enlarge. It's time to build bigger. It's time to build better. It's time to reassess to see what's next. Don't get comfortable right here. 
don't don't keep repeating the same cycle. Don't be afraid to do what's next. It may seem impossible. It may even appear as if you don't have what you need. You may even question if if you are qualified. You you may even question if you have the, the, the mental fortitude and stamina to go forth. I'm reminded of the book of Nehemiah where it talks about how they had to rebuild the wall. They had to build, build the wall and they had to stand guard. They, they had to build in shifts. But the word of the Lord said that they were able to rebuild the wall in a total of 52 days because the people had a mind to work. I'm sure as as Nehemiah looked at all the ruins, as he looked at the rubble, as he looked at the task, I'm sure he thought to himself, how is this going to get done? When he looked at all the obstacles, when he looked at all the hindrances, when he looked at all of those things, all of the, the circumstances and the conditions that were arrayed against him, I'm sure at one point in time, even before he started the bill, he said to himself, how can I do this? But one thing he understood that if God called him to it, he was going to bring him through it. That's for someone right there. And so I want to tell you, don't be intimidated by the next step. Don't be afraid to, to make the next move. Oh, because you mastered where you are. It's time to move forward. Moses was unable to take the people into the promised land. Why? Because they murmured, because they complained, because they were ungrateful. They kept going around the same mountain. They kept pro proceeding and progressing, but not going forward. They kept, they, they were in a perpetual cycle. But then Moses dies and the word comes to Joshua that Joshua had been charged with taking the people in the pro into the promised land. Joshua took them into the promised land. Why? Because he had a different spirit. He had a different mindset. He had the right posture. He would not allow the people to make them miss going into the promised land. Yes, he was built for it. He was built for it. Yes. Come on, God say, it, it, it's, it's time to stop walking around. It's time to stop skirting this mountain. Come on, a, a, a three-day journey has now turned into 40 years, and, and this is obscene. This is absurd. It, it's time to go forward. It's time to complete this thing. It's time to finish this. It's time to possess the land. And I don't know who I'm talking to on today, but you've been progressing. But God says on today, I have more than progression on my mind for you. What's on my mind for you today is possession. Possession. Possession.
my, 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 I could really continue to talk about position. But I know this podcast would be over an hour. So I'm going to simply stop right here because I know there will be a part two. Yes, I know that I will have to expound next week on steps towards taking position. Yes, it is our season to move from progressing to possession. Yes, progressing is good. Moving forward, moving ahead, and moving along in those things that we have been called to do is great. But there must come a time when we stop and we take full assessment of where we are and what we need to do to move towards finality. Yes, some things will be ongoing, but then there comes a time, a critical time. It's almost like a crossroads. You reach that place where you've mastered or you've maxed out. It's almost like when You are on an airplane and the pilot goes so far, the altitude, he goes so far up in altitude where he's able now to put the plane on autopilot and allow it to cruise on to the destination. And so some of us, we we master our current place. We maxed out on this level. And it's time for us to move further, to go deeper, to build bigger, to expand. I'm, I'm reminded of the passage of scripture found in Isaiah 54 when the word of the Lord says, sing on barren woman. You who have not born child, many shall be the woman of the desolate. So basically the woman that has not born child will have more children than the woman who who has. She's going to give birth to more. The woman that has been bearing, the woman that has ceased to produce anything in this season, he tells her, Enlarge the place of your tent. Prepare for what is to come. Enlarge the place of your tent. Expand on the light, the right and the left. Lengthen your stakes and strengthen your car. Get ready because increase is coming. Prepare because greater is coming. See, God never gives us instructions for where we are. Instructions are for where he's sending us or taking us. See, you already have your instructions for now. The instructions that are coming or have come are for where you're going. I talked about this last week. Many are trying to access new places with old instructions. 
but the old instructions won't work in the new place. It's time for you to move from progressing to possession. I want you to join me next week as we talk more about the steps needed in order to move towards possession.